This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delady. So what? Welcome along. It's a Friday morning episode. If you're IFS, you get it on a Thursday evening. How about that? That's nice. Um, I'm going to have a little look in the mailbag, first of all, mm. if that's all right with you. Unless you've yeah. got something, Sam, that you drastically, urgently want to well, bring to my attention. There, there is something that I, I would share, I, I'm ready to share with you in the audience, but I'm happy to look in the mailbag first, yeah. No, no, yes, oh, okay. let's have it. Well, I've just, been, I've just been buying, I've just been doing a stationary restock, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, do it once in a while. And it's, what is why? I've I've got. A, I'll first of all up, up front, so it's not like awkward. I'll admit I did it on Amazon. I went to the mm. local stationery shop, which I, I I mean my local stationery shop, fucking great. Uh, next to the bodega, which I've talked about before, which yeah. of course is where I've seen Lineker. Forgot to tell you, last week I went there. I was there in the evening. Yeah, that was it. I'd been I'd been at the gym, and on the way back I had to stop and pick pick up something for dinner i can't remember what it was but i went in and it was late the lights were mm. low it was just that point in the evening where the street lights are coming on it's not yet fully mm-hmm. done. dusk dusk very quiet i pull up the car right outside the bodega on the way home from the gym as i'm locking the door a figure comes the other way quite big lad quite strapping mm-hmm. i wouldn't say it's imposing I don't think he, I could tell he wasn't aggressive, but I thought, oh, that bloke's got a striking, you know what it was? He had a striking gait, right? Yes. I saw the word gait was used on first dates the other night. Right. Um, the, the lady half of the date returned from the toilets and the man said to her, you have a very, what was the word he used? A very unique gait, he nope. said to her, <laughs> which I, I don't think... Is very yeah. good conduct on a date. You don't want to say that to a lady. She got a second stop. date out of it. Did so, She yeah. must have not known what he was on about. Yeah. Um, she probably thought but, it was a yeah. euphemism be, for face be, or tits. It must be gate week, I guess. Mm. Is it gate week? Yeah. Check your don't diaries. Know. I, I didn't see first dates, but this guy had a gate that was noticeable. Mm. Gets a bit closer. Who is it? And he's walking into the same bodega as me at the same time, and we're the only two cunts in there. It's not lit. Well, do you want to guess who it was? Simon, it's not someone Simon. I've talked about before living in Barnes, but he does live in Barnes. It's not someone you've talked about before. No, it's a Barnes resident who is famous. Um, he is or was a, a, a noted athlete, sportsman. Right. Um, um. And uh, the the final clue is, it's quite a big clue this, he had a um he had he's one of the few sportsmen to have a geographical feature named after him geographical feature oh it's henman it's fucking henman yeah well done mate you got it in one it was old henmania as i call him (laughs) i went whoa henmania henman hill henman hill henman (laughs) What are you up to? No, I didn't say anything. He saw me looking at him and he looked like, oh, fuck me. Probably another super fan. Probably another yeah. hen, hen mania fanatic. And I'm just mm. out trying to go to the bodega to pick something up. So anyway, I went in. I can't remember what I was buying, but I was I was pottering about looking for whatever it was. But obviously, I was he was the only other person in there. I was keeping a close eye on him. He bought 
two massive multi-packs of bog roll. All right. And Fucking then hell. he walked out. Down the I nodded at him. I nodded at him with half a nod. In the queue, it was a two-man queue. I couldn't not, you know, I mm. couldn't pretend he wasn't there and that he wasn't mm. Tim Henmania Henman. So I just sort of went, <clears> he looked at me and he thought, oh, this cunt's still hanging around, is he? I thought, you better not fucking think I've come in here for spurious reasons just, just to hang around me, just, just to be in your orbit, yeah. hen mania, because actually mm. I do actually have to pick up some stuff for tea. So mm. it's just coincidence. Um, it's probably like, oh, I've heard about this cunt from Lineker when we when we had the celebrity <laughs> get-togethers in Barnes. I've heard about this cunt. He, he's Racket a bit of a lurker. Sportsman division. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a fucking lurker, this one. Um I, I I nodded at him as if to say, "Get in your uh, bog rolling, are you, mate? Planning a planning a big shit. Yeah, planning a big Henman yeah. style shit, are you? Fair enough. Yeah. Notice it's the quilted sort. Wouldn't expect anything less. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. Not budget because if you get your bog roll from the bodega, especially a bodega like that in the middle of Barnes, I mean, it's not fucking cheap, mate. It is not." It's, it's not, supermarket it's price, not it? certainly not the best value you're going to get on bog roll. And he bought two. Massive ones. What's the What's story What's the largest there? one where it's like a square, a rectangle of bog it's roll? It's like about 16 rolls, I reckon. <laughs> he had 32 rolls of bog he roll. Th- he's, he's gone out and bought 30. What's he having a party or something? He what, was planning something, and I don't know what. Maybe he was planning a massive wank binge. Could Maybe. have been that. Um, oh, that's a lot though that's that's 32 rules that's a huge I was taken binge. aback I was taken aback and I don't uh, know how old Tim Henman is but but one thing I'll tell you about Tim Henman is that I always thought Tim Henman as a bit of a little dweeb right I thought it was quite small because I used to see him play the other legends of his era I suppose it would have been like he would have been up against people like Sampras wouldn't he yeah it that, that era and Sampras was a yeah. right fucking big cunt wasn't he with a massive serve Right. A massive head. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Courier. These big fucking Americans. Right. One, like, I can't remember who else. He got beat by Michael Stick in a semi-final once, didn't he? Was it Stick? The one who, I he was wild card and he went on and won it. Do you remember the, the Croatian I used to I used to just switch off whenever Henmania. Henmania. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, not into but it. I always thought, fucking hell, why have we got the, like, the little fucking Walter the Softy one? Right. Yeah. Why have we got the wimp? Yeah? You look yeah. like a right little wimp, fucking Harry Potter, playing tennis for us, yeah? Goody, Not like when we boy. got fucking yeah. Murray. Murray I liked, because he is like a fucking hard bastard. And he was a right grumpy <laughs> cunt as well, right? I liked him because he subverted tennis, in my opinion, right? Mm. And he also had a right fucking mental ma, right? It's fu- Don't fuck no. with my ma. She'll fucking no. carve your right open. Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, Mary grew up in Dunblane, where that, that yeah. school massacre was. He, he know, was in that school, I think, when the stuff. shooting happened. The bloke's hard. Yeah. Fuck it. Listen, ex- Murray is as hard as an absolute cunt, and I, I yeah. think he's fucking brilliant. He doesn't actually get enough respect, in my opinion. <clears throat> I, I think Murray, it won't, when he does finally give up, which he has to soon, mm. if he starts doing um, media punditry, yeah. commentating, tennis will become immediately much better. Yeah. He's brilliant. Uh, Hey, that was nice, absolute. That. that was absolute <laughs> shit. So it was. Look at the state of that fucking serve. Hey, no way, hey, Ma. Ma, what did you see that? 
See oh, that what are you watching? Oh, what cunt is this? Oh, Andy, what a wee cunt. Look at him. He can barely <laughs> hit the fucking ball. You'd have eaten him for fucking breakfast, son. Ah, uh, you're right enough there, Mo. With him. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a brother as well, hasn't he? They used to oh, play yeah, doubles together. A couple of mad yeah. fucking Scottish brothers playing doubles. Superb. I tell you what, they'd have fucking won the game before you even walked on the court with those two, wouldn't you? Yeah. If you were some fancy pants posh kid from Switzerland who'd been raised in a special <laughs> Swiss fucking tennis finishing school, you turn up, see those couple of cunts at the, at the court. Like, hey, you ready for a bit of doubles, are ya? Yeah, fucking yeah. wee raj. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, what I was going to say about Henmania was much bigger in person. That is the thing right. that I know the most. Big he was like, I don't know what his height is. I would say he's at least six foot, right? And he was broad. He looked strong. He was not the wimp that he appeared on TV. I think it was something about his manner that he seemed like a, a wimp. But no, up close, I thought, oh, he's a big, he's a strapping lad. I could still have taken him. I mean, it, it, he wouldn't have had it up there in his neck. He wouldn't have had a killer well, instinct like me, right? It, I'd have fucking got him straight in the bollocks before he even fucking knew what was happening. Wikipedia says six foot one. Yeah, okay. So, so I've got, for starts, I've got a fucking inch on him, right? Yeah. So that's Plus my first the, the advantage. Will, the will to win. Yeah. I've got the will to win. I'll stop at nothing. And I'd do, I'd be dirty, unlike him. He sort of was raised properly. I'd have fucking, if we'd ended up fighting in the bodega, I'd have just grabbed a fucking tin of pineapple chunks and like cracked his head open with them. There would have been produce everywhere, all over the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I would have got some that. organic hummus, it being a Barnes bodega. Why, what, and I fucking what, rubbed that in his face. Why would you have taken him? Well, I'm just saying if it had got funny, you never know, do yeah. you? It could have escalated. He could have said, what are, you, what are you looking at, you cunt? Yeah, never seen yeah. someone buying 32 rolls of bog, but fucking rolls of bog paper before. And I go, actually, no, I fucking haven't. Do you know um, how, much you, uh, how much you paid that, for them? Mind you, it doesn't surprise me. I saw you shit yourself enough times in the semi-finals at Wimbledon, you little cunt. And they go, right, that's it. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to kick your fucking teeth in, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> and I go, bring it on, hen mania. <laughs> well, and I'll then put these bog rolls down. Yeah, I'll fucking shove every one of those bog rolls up your fucking ass hole. How'd you like that? 32. 32 of them. I'll fucking fire them up there like one of them guns that shoot T-shirts out. You know the ones. No, I don't actually. Oh, they're really good. You should get one. Henman's the youngest of three boys. His father, Anthony, a solicitor, was accomplished at various sports Mm. including tennis, hockey and squash. His mother, they Jane, called him the sporting solicitor. They did. His mother, Jane, a dress designer, played junior Wimbledon and introduced Tim and his elder brothers, Michael and Richard, to tennis as soon as they could walk on the family's grass tennis court. Tim, Michael, Richard, it's tennis time. <laughs> Onto the grass you go. Onto the lawn. Now, first, have you all wiped your bums sufficiently? Remember, in this family, we use 20 wipes before we can say it is effectively clean. Show me your asses. Some people are just raised that way. I remember my mother-in-law telling my kids that they shouldn't use more than three bits of paper when wiping their ass. And this was reported back to me. Yeah, by my daughter uh, when she was really young, when she'd been staying at my mother-in-law's. 
and I was fucking fuming about it because I thought that's just her being tight. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like she's just being weird and like, oh, you can't waste toilet roll, right? And I'm like, do you know what? Ignore that. Wipe your ass as much as you feel comfortable with, right? Block the bog if you need to. And, 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 then, and then I was like, I said to my wife, I said, listen, appreciate your mum helping out with the kids, but you got to fucking, you got to nip this in the bud because if she's, t- you know, it's down to us to set the rules, not her. I don't mm. want her telling her kids how to wipe their asses, right? Because she's got an agenda and it's an economic one. She wants to save on toilet paper. And if she starts yeah, thinking, if you, if, you, if you let her start telling them how to wipe their ass, next thing you know, she's talking to them about politics or how to vote or whatever. Who knows what? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Sort, it? Mm. So I put a stop to that nice and quick. And that, that that's the end of that story, is it? Yeah, I'm just saying, don't don't let... I mean, I'm very lucky. I, yeah, my mother-in-law is, is great and very supportive. But having said that, there are some times you've got to draw the line. You can't let them... Did you, did, did you respond kind of kindly to that instruction? I, or? I didn't have the balls to tell her to her you face. You didn't do it, no. I would never... I don't have it. any bottle. I mean, fighting Tim Henman in a convenience store is one thing, but having any Blink sort of crossword with my mother-in-law, no mm. fucking way. In 25 years that I've known her, I've n- I can't remember one. I mean, I've been seriously fucked off with her loads of times, and I'm sure the feeling's mutual. But I have never fucking. She's one. I think she's the only person I can think of that I've not snapped at in my family. No mm. point, really. There's no point, is there? What's that's the true. point? Go, go pick your bottles. That's the, that's the life I've so, I'd give. The stationery shop is next door, and. Um, I uh, and I went in and I bought. I needed a new pad, a notepad, and I like them without lines, Andy. Just plain white paper. All right. I Cues. find it easier. And um, so I went in and I bought a couple. And when I got home, I realised it was the paper was way too thick and shiny. It was basically a sketch pad, and I just felt wasteful, right? Because it's like nice you- thick paper for sketching on, and I'm using Can we it. Just- can we just go back to the, the, the lines? Do you feel restricted by I the do, lines? Yeah. I do. Yeah, because my handwriting, sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, depends on my mood. Sometimes I mm. write at an angle. Very often what I do is I'm in I'm often interviewing people and I'll interview them and I'll write write down what they're saying as I say it. So I have to write very, very fast. And if I'm fucking concentrating on keeping it on a line, that just slows me down. So I just like loads of white space. I just find it more comfortable. Right. But I accidentally bought sketch pads. So I thought these are no good, so I gave I gave them to my kids to do drawing in, and I've I've been on Amazon to buy some more appropriate cheap white paper, white notepad. But also hey, I, I don't know about books, you. They're, they're no fucking good. You can have them. They're no good. Go and do some of your fucking. Go and draw some fucking pictures on that. Go and invent something that might fucking make me rich. I'm Get fucking, out of my fucking air. Yeah. So now I've bought some new ones. And then while I was at it, I ended up on a right fucking stationary binge. Do you have a favourite model of pen, Andy? Uh, yeah, well, I, I just used as a, a kind of biro that you can get at Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's mm. own brand, which I'm, I'm fond of. I don't mind uh, biros. Click, but click top. You, I don't mind biros, but sometimes you have to apply quite a lot of pressure. You, do you, you have use like a fountain pen? No. Um, what I have... What Sharpie. I like, I like something called a Unibull Eye Fine Tip, right? I'll show mm. it to you now. Okay. 
Yeah, looks nice. Nice uh, clip take the lid to off. put on your shirt pocket. Yeah. It's really, it's got a nice clip, it. but it's so smooth, Andy. You've got to hold so it the camera. It's, it's, <laughs> that's I don't it. even yeah, know where the it. camera is. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. I'm just holding it up to your face on my screen. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> to very, my eyes. It's very, uh, <laughs> I was touching it against your nose. Couldn't you feel it? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Just a little it's, tingle. It's so smooth, Andy. Like, the writing is so smooth. Like, you, you apply no pressure at all and it's just Ooh. like neat and smooth and it just comes out in these lovely black fine lines i love it it's it's actually relaxing it's like writing with it it's like meditation i i hardly ever write with a pen anymore i've been doing a lot of it recently uh, and so that's why it's important to have the right pen and as a result me handwriting has gone to shit when i have to write a birthday card or a christmas card out it is it's embarrassing mm. i've forgotten how to write basically mm. and i think Kids a lot of today. people have the same problem. Yeah, kids today leave school. I don't do any more right now. It's all computers. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. My mate and I just managed to get a couple of tickets, right, for Forest West Stand up at Forest, right? Nice little right. away day. And we got mm-hmm. them off a WhatsApp group that we were on off another West Ham fan. And... uh as proof that we should pay the money and he was sending them, this guy, right, he sent us a picture of the tickets next to an envelope and on the envelope was my mate's name and address written down and a stamp. Yeah. So that, of course, doesn't really prove anything, but he sent it in good faith and, you know, he's on this group. We know displays intent. Him. Yeah. But I didn't know who the guy was who'd sold them to us. My mate knew, like, knew of him or knew him. And I thought, I looked at the envelope, and this is quite snobby and prejudiced, right? But the name and address on the envelope was written in that particular handwriting that you the girls always did at school, right? Bubbly. You know the bubble, bubbly yeah. style writing, yeah. right? And I associate that with sort of when I was, you know, 12 at school. That's what the girls did. Very often circles or even hearts over the eyes. And so it's sweet. It's nice. It's pretty, right? Yeah. But it is school girl writing. And, and he's sending some football tickets. Isn't and it? I saw this and I said, I just saw the picture of the envelope, the address on. So I said to my mate, who'd you buy these off? A fucking 12-year-old school girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sent me the picture like of the guy who'd sold them to us. <laughs> like, this fucking massive bald guy who looks like he's, he looks like he's had like a million fights. Do you know what I mean? He's like almost <laughs> like the archetypal 
West Ham, if you were casting someone from an unimaginative casting director mm. to play a, a, you know, a 60-something West Ham United fan. Yeah. Right? He's got the amount of gold sovereigns he's got on his massive meaty hands, right? And I was like, ah, there's no way he's got a hand. That's no way his hand, right? He must have got his granddaughter to write that envelope out. Yeah, he's probably no way would fist- a man that gnarled right in such a yeah. beautiful way. His fists would be too fat to hold a pen. Probably yeah. fat or broken from all the fighting he's done from over the, the decades. the amount of punching he's had to do. Plus yeah, all the all the crates of fish out. he's had to shift around at Billingsgate every morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got what you got. I've got what you call fishy hell. fists. It's a condition that you get only once you've been working in Billingsgate for over 40 years. They call them fishy fists. Very cold from all the ice you encase the fish in. Yeah, yeah got all the nerve endings have been damaged. I can't hold a pen anymore. All, all I do all day is, is, is clutch fish and ice. And all night I generally just punch people or things. And it really takes its toll on your hands. So I wear all these sovereign rings as well, which have slowly cut off circulation as well. So they're completely numb. So writing's a complete no-no. <laughs> So, stationery. I got these pens. I went on Amazon and I thought, fuck fuck this, I'm buying. No, this one's an old one. This is run out. That's why I've had to buy new ones. I went on Amazon to get those pads. I thought, fuck it, I'm going to get a job lot of these Uniball pens, right? It'll work out cheaper. So, I bought like a 12 pack. But worse than that, Amazon said, oh, like these pens, do you? See, you're a fan of these pens. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. And they go, why not subscribe? I'll see every that. Fi- yeah. Subscribe every, every, to pens. They go, every five months, we'll set you, send you another box of these. <laughs> and I went, all right. Oh, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Thank you very much, Amazon. It's very yeah, kind that, of you. I thought, I thought that'll work out quite well, actually. In about five months, I'll be needing some new pens, and this will save me having to think about it. Plus, so you I've, get about 5% off as well, I think, if you subscribe, don't you? Yeah. Subscribe so, and save. Yeah. So it could work out for me. It could work we'll out see. for me. We'll see. We'll put it I in the diary. I subscribed and saved once with intertental brushes and it worked out quite well because my yeah. teeth health improved. Because I, well, I, I never had the excuse of going, oh, I've run out of my intertental brushes. And so that's why I haven't been flossing. Because right. every time I ran out, knock, knock at the door, new brushes arrived without me even it's having to think about if, it. As if they knew, as if they were spying on you and you yeah, knew and my, and my gums did improve. So, you know, maybe yeah. this pen thing will work out. But anyway, the pen is called the Uniball I Fine. If any listeners are aware of that pen, if there are any fellow fans, get in touch, let me know, because um, we could form a club because it really is a fucking first-class pen. And I'm buzzing about it, as you can tell. And we've got to see it. As well, please don't get in touch and tell us what kind of pen you like. No, um, we're, we're simply not interested. No, but we'll we'll Sorry. do our own. We'll do a pen episode just about our own taste and our history of pen. Because uh, mm. I mean, we don't have time now, but I'm sure I could go into asking you what what the greatest. You know, like desert island pens could be like that. Yeah. Each week, I ask the podcaster Andy Dawson to name five of the pens that defined his life and a musical and- track to go with each one and tell me the stories behind them Andy what's your first pen well it's actually a crayon oh really well we will allow that under these rules as long as you wrote with it as well as drew with it 
Well, so I did me name. Did me name with it. I wrote I my learning. name with it on my first day in nursery. And it, it was good. It was a red crayon. What a lovely so story. Uh, and do you have a song to go with this? Yeah, it's Holiday in Cambodia by the Dead Kennedys. Which <laughs> 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 is one of my favourite tracks when I was in nursery school. <laughs> um, Shall we get back to the um, yeah the mailbag? Yeah. Because we were, we were talking about Forrester Dean, weren't we? Oh, um, yeah. The, the ramshackle episode the other day. Yeah. That we did. And we asked people to submit any interesting uh, facts. Uh, someone called JW has um, submitted two people of interest. One of them is Dennis Potter, who we kind of mentioned because we were talking about some of Dennis Potter's work being set in the Forrester Dean. Um, yeah. Singing detective, most notably. Uh, but he also says it's also the area of operation of John Timbrell. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, because he's from Gloucestershire, isn't he? Yeah. And I mean, the Forest of Dean does, yeah, cover Gloucestershire John as well Timbrell, as maybe Warwickshire. Of course, defends himself in courts of law. Yeah. With varying degrees of success, yeah. And uh, then there was another one, which is a bit of a story. Where's it gone? Forest of Dean from uh, Cunter Smudge Andy, aged 56 and three months. It, this email's come all the way from Perth, Western Australia, Sam. Wow, that's, that's impressive. That? I like that. And he says, hi, Sam and Andy. In the early 90s, I was working on a telecoms tower near Cinderford in the Forest of Dean. <clears throat> this right. tower was five miles off the main road, down a dirt road. So it was a bit of a surprise to me and my colleague when we heard another vehicle approaching. Said vehicle went down a track adjacent to us and parked in a clearing. There were plenty of trees between us and the car. This is this feels dodgy already. <laughs> uh, we were up the tower and had a great view. A couple got out of the car and the bloke started taking photos as the woman got out. She was dressed in a full-length leather coat. She proceeded to remove the coat and was in full gear. He says, "She's just giving me strong." What was her name in Hello Hello? <laughs> the 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 sexy Nazi. Helga. Oh, Helga, yeah, yeah. She'd, she'd often wear a leather coat and take it off and to the, reveal sexy undies. And the underwear underneath, yeah. Mm. He says, "Full gear, stocking suspenders, and Basque." He was happily clicking away while she paused and removed the items one by one. After that, it got a bit X-rated, but suffice to say, we had a bird's-eye view of it all without them knowing. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't this wasn't wasn't unexpected tits? And it's uh, tits was topic. one of our early things that we had to get rid of. Yeah, because was, some of the submissions were too bad. Borderline yeah. illegal. Yeah. Oh, there you go then. Uh, that, that's bringing that, that back then and he's entitled that email Forest of Dean Readers Wives so that's the Forest of Dean for you I think my suspicions about it were completely correct um, <laughs> any more get, get them sent in Top uh, one of my best mates has moved to the Forest of Dean really but actually this is a good good bit of a, um, an advice thing it's maybe for another week sometimes when we reverse the life logistics is that he's one of my best oldest mates like you know really like going back to sort of well yeah back to infant school back to um, the womb. I, I absolutely love him one of those proper mates you've been through for years but he's been out he's lived away from london for many years now in various different places and uh i know that he's just moved to forest well he's moved to forest dean in the last year or so and um he's he ain't half gone quiet on me 
and yeah, uh, there you go. He's gone. He's mm. gone really quiet on me, and it's it's um, worried me. It's upset me. He's, he's gone clearly... quiet on my other mates as well. So I'm not taking it too personally because I've asked them, and they've said, "Yeah, we yeah we haven't heard from him." Or we sent him a message he's... and just got like, a one word reply. He's got into some other things there in the, in the forest, forest of Dean that he, he doesn't want you to know cult. about. He's joined a fucking cult. Mm. Certainly looks like it. He was the one like who who used to be married to a Geordie, and he lived in the northeast. And for a while, he became a minicab driver in the northeast. And uh, right. a couple of times, he got beaten up for being just a cockney yeah. in a cab late at night, right by by drunk drunkards. Mm. <laughs> and uh, my favourite one is he fell asleep in his car in Stockton on Tees, um, just at the side of the road. And was woken up in the morning by a bloke on his way to work just tapping on the window and going, Are you all right, mate? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, but it's always tickled me, that story. <laughs> hey, you know what? The cosmos has just massively intervened in this episode. Yeah. I've just glanced at the website Hot UK Deals, which I'm a oh, keen yeah. follower of. Yeah. Great bargains. Great bargains. Uh, but you got to be careful. Anyway, it's just thrown up... Uh, Velvet, this is in the the, the, set, the third highest deal in the last 24 hours. Velvet mm. classic quilted toilet paper. Oh. Bulk buy, 24. Yeah. £8.50. And guess where you get it from? Not the bodega, obviously. The Barnes bodega. Fucking Amazon. Amazon, of course. Of and course. there's a subscribe and save offer on there as well. Well, yeah, I mean, that's one of the best things you can subscribe and save on this bog roll. That's terrifying. We've just... That is weird, yeah. Well, they listen to us, don't they? They listen to us. Well, how does Hot UK Deals put it as its third most highest deal of the last 24 hours? Can't do that. That's mad. Fucking hell, but there you go. There's a good deal for you. Uh, Velvet, 24 jumbo, 24 raw packages, classic quilted. And you get 25% off with your first one. If we, you do get, we do get through a lot of bog roll in this house. So it, well, my ah. son obviously didn't take heed of my mother-in-law's advice because he really does. I mean, he goes for it. He'll yeah. use, a, he'll use a, a, almost a whole roll every time. Well, you can't be too careful. You don't want the shit to touch your finger, do you? No, you that's know? right. I mean, I, 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 I must admit, I err on the side of caution myself. Mm. You know, I don't scrimp. For exactly the reason you just said, I do not fucking scrimp. No, but my can't, son's can't, next can't level though. He's decadent. He, he wipes his ass like probably King Charles does. Yeah, or whoever does it for King Charles, I doubt he, he does, does it, it himself. Yeah. It's this bog has got mixed reviews as well. I've got to add that. So you know, always uh, proceed. Do with you? Caution. What sort of bog roll do you usually get, mate? Cushell, uh, I think we get Cushell. What, yeah, what's that's quilted. the brand, but what type is yeah. it? Is it like it's, it's it's high quality? Is it a high quality one? Yeah, I don't think you can you can scrimp on uh, on things like bog roll. No, just, I don't know, think you like need hand, necessarily hand the number one most quilted because I've had that and I don't think the absolute premium is enough to justify the price. But again, you don't want. I mean, we've all got traumatic childhood memories of the old tracing paper days, haven't we? Yeah, from school. I mean, well, that I was in the never... south. God knows what it was like in the northeast. I mean, we had shitty enough paper down here. Up there, mm. they were probably giving you those fucking... They were probably giving you wire. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Pan scourers. <laughs> Wipe your ass. Rags. Washable rags. Wipe your ass with that pan scour. Put the rag oh, in the what basket. Is fucking ripping me ass out. Uh, let's do some, uh, some predictions, I reckon. Now, West Ham aren't playing this weekend because it's FA Cup weekend. Yeah. And you were knocked out by Bristol City, I believe. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, well, you can be Bristol City this week then. Okay. Uh, start off, Sheffield United versus Brighton. Mm, oh God! Uh, is this in the cup? Is it? West, West Sheffield United, cup. Brighton. I think yeah. Brighton will. I think Brighton will win this two uh, 0 Yeah, I think the same. Sorry for copying. Watford mm. versus Southampton next. Um, I reckon this will be. Um, oh, I think Watford will win it two one. I'll go the other way and say Southampton will win it two one. Okay, Bristol City. This is your. Six point yeah, prediction. My six so point. Concentrate. Oh, yeah. Bristol City versus Nottingham Forest. Well, you know what? I got a feeling City might go on a run now because they, their fans were so fucking. They were so up for it, and they really generated a great atmosphere. And so I think after you know that the result of beating us, I reckon they might go for it. I reckon they're going to win this one nil. Uh, I think Forest will win it one nil. Uh, finally, no, not finally. Uh, fourth one is Sunderland versus Stoke. Uh, <coughs> um, I think, uh, fucking hell, I think Stoke will win this two two nil. I'm going to say two all. Our hapless manager Michael Beale. Mm. Um, He'll be out soon. Has to, has to go soon. He's just been doing and his pre match press pretty conference. Well, I think, aren't they? They're all right. He's been doing his pre-match press conference about half an hour ago, and there's been a power cut. All the lights have gone out, and all the machines have stopped. Right as he was sat there, yeah. fucking wanging fucking, on. Anyway, that sums it up, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Uh, Fulham versus Newcastle. Finally, Fulham Newcastle. Hmm. I think that'll be Fulham one, Newcastle two. I think Fulham will win that uh, 1-0. Right, that is the predictions. That is even the episode. And um, we, it was better than Mondays. It was, yeah. You can agree on that, yeah. Yeah, Mondays I was very, felt like a real, one of our worst in years, yeah. I was nervous. I was nervous that we'd lost it. Mm. But I, think, I think we've salvaged it a bit. All right, thanks very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.